Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. My name is Josephine Monberg and I am your host. You are now listening to the COVID-19 special edition of our show. Welcome to our podcast. Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of our podcast. We are taking a closer look at how different industries are being impacted by COVID-19. And today we are going to talk about the utilities industry. To do this, I'm so honored that I'm joined by two guests, both Stefan Wolf, who is from SAP, he's an expert in the, in the utilities industry. And then we also have Mark Russon, who's an enterprise architect at Snow, Snohomish Public Utility District. Sorry, that's a little hard to say. So before we start talking about the utilities industry, what I'd love to do is to first hear a little bit about both of you. So Stefan, if I can start with you, can you tell our listeners a bit about what you do at SAP and also where in the world that you can be found apart from obviously being at home? Yeah, uh, uh, let me try to, to explain that, Josie. So um, my role is part of the industry business unit for utilities. We are a, a, the central team within SAP responsible for the thought leadership in the utilities industry to um, understand the needs of the market and roll out the right solution portfolio to our customers like Mark in the Homish POD and others around the world. My particular role is here to help with uh, with the go-to-market activities, so to help our customers, our partners, our our own colleagues to understand what SAP can do for the utilities, and us to understand what our customers need in order to succeed in the market. Mm. And where can you be found? I know you're on a different time zone than I am. Oh yeah, um, so I'm <laughs> here in California, in the lovely town of Gilroy. If you never heard of Gilroy, then you never heard of our wonderful garlic festival, with, which we have oh. every year. So hopefully, uh, at least next year, we can do it again in person. Three days, garlic, everything. <laughs> that is amazing. I have never in my entire life heard of a garlic festival, but that absolutely sounds like something that I'd have to attend. Okay, that sounds amazing. And good point, Stephen, you just brought up. So I have to do, do have to mention that uh, Mark is from Snohomish Public Utility District, which is an SAP customer. So we're super excited to also get uh, the voice of our customers um, as part of this conversation. So Mark, what do you do? What does it mean that your, your role as an enterprise architect and where in the world are you? Enterprise architecture kind of sits between IT and the business. Um, it's basically a planning discipline. Um, we look to see where the utility needs to be in the future and then make it easier for us to make uh, transitions when we get there. Um, so it's mostly around the people and making sure you're making the right business decisions uh, in an integrated, holistic way. Um, I'm up here in uh, Snohomish County, um, which was one of the uh, first locations um, that uh, COVID was detected in the U.S., um, and uh, I am at home, as most people are. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you both for sharing a little bit about yourself so our audience gets to know you a little bit better. So now let's talk about the utilities industry. Starting with you, Mark, what are you seeing in terms of how the industry is being impacted by COVID-19 right now? So... Obviously, one of the most important things is the people. Um, 
for utilities, it's all about uh, making sure we can uh, help our customers and make sure we're healthy enough to help our customers. Um, we are usually kind of behind the scenes. Nobody sees utility. Power comes from the light switch and no one really thinks about us. Um, but we are a, a mission critical piece of keeping everybody safe. Um, and so we worked really hard to focus on our people first. Um, we were one of the first utilities to uh, move everyone home. Um, and so that's been a huge impact, obviously, to most industries. Um, specifically for utilities, there are certain jobs that can't move home. Um, so we had to make arrangements to how do we keep supporting the people that needed to work on premise. Um, for us, that's our control center and our power scheduling group. Um, and then also, how did we move everyone else home um, and make sure they were safe, but also that they could do their jobs at home? Um, some jobs, like IT jobs, move home fairly easily. Um, other jobs, like our call center, um, our accounting group, certain other jobs were uh, a big effort to try to get them moved home and get them to be successful at home. So we've just been focusing mm. on our people first um, and then uh, enabling them to continue their jobs uh, from their home locations. Mm, I like that. Always put the people first. What about you, Stefan? What are you seeing in terms of the impacts right now on the utilities industry? Yeah, I can echo what Mark said um, about the priorities for utilities and the necessity to have utilities still working. So um, actually, I think we hear a lot about the frontline uh, heroes these days, of course, uh, the doctors, uh, the, the first responders and so forth, and uh, the, the folks in the supermarkets manning the, the cash desk and, and whatnot. We don't hear so much about the utilities, the line workers, the call center workers, who are still actually keeping us well uh, fed at home with this warm food <laughs> and with, a, <laughs> with a, uh, so the fridge uh, not, not spoiling our food. And of course, uh, to entertain us uh, by having still internet access uh, at home. So um, utilities are definitely critical and they have a, um, a, a nature of supporting the community out there, both their, their own folks, because if they can't help, then who, who is helping us to, to keep the, the power on, but also helping the, the community at large. So we're seeing this not just here in, in the US, um, where we had uh, with Washington State, now with New York, quite a, uh, some hotspots. We see it throughout the world. And obviously, as you know, the, the disease is not uh, affecting every country the same way. Some have more cases, some have less cases. So the same is it also with utilities. But there's a common theme in supporting the, the communities uh, directly by making sure they can continue to do the work they, they do best. Uh, as well as to help uh, direct this community in various different means. Mm. Yes, it's obviously an industry that's critical to our everyday lives, but we don't think about it that much. What are some of the challenges that you're seeing that the utilities industry is um, facing right now? Maybe starting with you again, Mark. So um, it's uh, uh, lots of different challenges um, for us. Uh, um, we are, again, uh, people first. So that means our customers. Um, we've uh, given uh, credits to our customers, both our residential and our commercial customers who have been hit hard financially. Um, so we're um, dealing with uh, financial impacts um, to the district as far as helping customers out with their bills. Um, we do not have a uh, AMI technology 
so we have meter readers um, who we pulled in. Uh, it, although they work outside, we wanted, again, people first, wanted to make sure everybody was safe. So we stopped reading meters, um, which means we're estimating bills, um, which is also a, uh, a, a big impact to our customers. Um, so we have lots of business changes that we're having to make. We turned off all collections. We turned off um, all, all deposits, um, you know, basically shutting down uh, some of the financial um, uh, um, pieces of the, of the utility um, in a way to help all, all our customers uh, during, this, during this time. Um, so there's financial impacts, there's business impacts, um, and of course, just day-to-day -day, um, people impacts. I mean, everybody's working from home, which is a huge challenge uh, for many people who aren't used to working at home. Mm, yeah, definitely. I can imagine. I think I'm in the lucky position that I am used to working from home. So for me, it wasn't that big of a challenge, but I can only imagine for people that that aren't used to it, it must be a huge um, change. So Stefan, if you can also touch a little bit on the challenges that you're seeing and maybe also the role that technology plays in all of this, because what I've seen so far from the interviews I've done with other industry leaders is that technology really does play a huge role, especially the acceleration of it due to COVID-19. So yeah, I'd love to get your thoughts on that, Stefan. Yeah, let me try. So um, <laughs> as, as Mark pointed out, uh, so there were a lot of things which they had to do to support the people, to support the customers as well as the employees. And Mark is very well aware of what, what this means in an organization who is busy anyway with, with their day-to-day -day job now to, to have to adjust business processes, which were established maybe sometime a long time ago. Um, and they're very used to now to adjust uh, almost on, on the flip of a switch, um, if you pardon that, that kind of pun here, <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to change the behavior. So how do you stop collections? How do you do that? How do you, you adjust technology to help people work from home? Um, do the calls in the job maybe from home? Can you route all of, of the information to, to a remote work desk um, out there? So this is where technology really can help to have a... A, a system which allows you to do these changes relatively easily, um, but also to be able to recover later on. You can stop things very easily most of the time, but to restart them in, in a way to keep control while you are doing that. Uh, as Mark mentioned, to, to have a, an overview on the financial impact, you need to get all the information together because you want to know um, where you are as a company, where your customers are. So this is where technology really can help to provide this insight um, to, to have the, the automation necessary in order to do your work when you are not where you are typically uh, uh, doing, doing the work, to have the information still flowing, even though you can't send people out. Your utilities, like everybody else, is under these lockdown orders, uh, stay uh, away, stay at home uh, orders, and so forth. So here is where the technology really can, can shine. Um, and that's where we also uh, help the, the com uh, utilities community to, to use it at, at its best. And in addition to that, you also have uh, now a supply chain uh, situation. Utilities workers also need uh, protective equipment out there, not just to protect them from the electricity or gas or whatever commodities they may be working with, but also to protect them from the virus, to, to slow down infection and so forth. So that's, that needs to be purchased and you know how empty the shelves are in every store for, for this equipment. 
um, uh, this uh, the lockdowns internationally, also the supply chains for the typical equipment is, is limited. So how do you make sure you have enough stock at hand uh, in, in these times? So these are additional challenges uh, the utilities at large uh, have to go through uh, and where technology can help to, to tap into the, the internet, international uh, possibilities and, and, and larger domestic possibilities to, to continue to supply the utilities with whatever they, they need to run their daily business. Mm. And you just touched on communities. And I think that, Mark, you're doing something around creating a community um, together with the SAP, as far as I understand. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. So um, utilities are a family. Um, we operate in the U.S. for the most part as regulated monopolies. So we're not competing from a business perspective. So we have a true competitive advantage to be able to share information about what's going on and what are we doing. Um, so when COVID first started, that was the first thing I did was basically uh, get our communities together. Um, we all have different groups, different industry groups, whether geographically or because we share the same software or because we um, are in the same industry. So um, we started communicating through normal channels that we would be talking about roadmaps and technology. Now we're talking about the business processes of how we're dealing with COVID. Um, and it's been a fabulous response. Um, SAP uh, stepped up with free software and free consulting and you know helping facilitate the conversations um, with all of us. And uh, it's been really it's been really successful. Um, like I said before, mm -hmm. it's all about the people, and the people within utilities have really come together to uh, to help each other. Um, and I think going forward, um, we'll be even tighter and we'll be able to continue to help each other as we move into the, the new normal. Mm, yeah, the new normal. And speaking of help, um, SAP, we're, we're doing a lot to help, as you also just touched on. And we're offering some, some free solutions as well for our customers. Stefan, can you touch a little bit more about on what we are doing to help? Yeah, so on a, on a large scale, um, SAP has made certain software available for free in, in this current situation. So, for example, our pulse check to help to understand where employees, where their customers are from, let's say, even uh, on, on an emotional state uh, in there. Um, all the changes, all the, um, the unknown right now is, is uh, really hard to, to live through and do, do the work. So it's very important for, for both businesses um, as well as the community at large to understand where we, where are we standing, um, how is everybody feeling, how can we help people to, to get through this, um, both personally as well as professionally in there. Um, also on the supply chain side mentioned that maybe help to, to discover possibilities in the, in the supply chain um, to, to, to find the, the necessary equipment out there. As Mark pointed out, specifically in utilities, we're working with him and others to provide them the, the, the information, the means uh, to, to adjust to that situation as much as, as possible to bring people and experts together to find, the, I would almost say best practices, but there are no best practices in this situation. This is new. Um, this hasn't happened, uh, not in our lifetime, not with, with this technology uh, around. Um, we have seen emergencies and utilities are no strangers to emergencies. I mean, whether there's a hurricane coming in or whether there are uh, whatever other natural disasters out there, but they're local, then utilities can help each other by those which are not affected. For example, through wildfires can bring in people to, to help restore that. Now everybody's affected. 
but there is a culture of helping and be trying to foster that, be trying to support that with whatever is necessary to, to get people as quickly as possible going. Hmm. And I love that that's what the, it's creating, the, that human beings are, are human beings as well as, of course, companies are coming to, together to help each other. And Mark, you mentioned something before. Uh, you said, I think, something about like the road to normal, because we talk a lot about the road to recovery, but perhaps we have to talk about the road to normal. So you mentioned where you are now in terms of how you're responding, but can you talk a little bit more about your road to recovery or, as you said, your road to normal? Road to the new normal. So, um, you know, part of that is essentially um, getting everyone comfortable with the technology um, and making sure that everybody is now their home. How productive can I be at home? What are some new What are some new things? What are some new training? Um, how are we going to make sure that uh, everybody can deal with the day to day um, working from their home location? Um, we will. Uh, not immediately move back into a normal situation. Uh, once the governor lifts the stay and we start to uh, see more people working back in the office, um, it will be a very slow transition um, back in. Um, the, our governor uh, called it, a, it, it's not a switch, it's a dial. So every, every light's on a dimmer. And so you, you can, uh, uh, Tim speeds stuff up, slows stuff down, just depending on what's going on. Uh, from a business perspective, we have a long road to recovery. Um, I, when I look at the recession in, two, in 2008, um, uh, all of the utilities were hit financially. Um, we have uh, large industrial uh, uh, channels that we don't know what's going to happen from a construction perspective. We have Boeing here um, in, in, in our service territory. Um, we also have a lot of, of, of market segments that we don't know if they ever will recover, um, certain restaurants and, and et cetera. So we don't know what the recovery looks like at this point. Um, we just want to make sure our people are prepared. And then um, for us, we also will have to create brand new business processes. Um, talk, talking about sharing with a, I was talking to another utility um, yesterday, and they were talking about how they're going to create payment plans. Uh, they've got over 15,000 customers that are over 60 days overdue. Um, they've turned off Dunning, and now they're talking about how do we automatically help our customers create payment plans um, where they'll have up to five years to pay back. Uh, the money that uh, has been, uh, um, you know, collected or owed while they've been um, not been sending out bills or not been not been paying able to pay their bills. So it's it's a long road, um, but it's definitely going to be a road with new challenges and uh, and new technologies. Um, being able to uh, communicate uh, with both our customers through different channels. Um, we're talking about how do we offer a chat uh, uh, with our customers, uh, since now all of the customers have had an opportunity for the most part to experience um, uh, the kind of uh, tel uh, work at home technologies with video and audio. 
um, maybe that's a net new channel that we need to think about. Um, my wife's a second grade school teacher, so uh, she's been dealing with uh, uh, second graders using uh, technology. And so it's, it's you know, you, you haven't seen anything till you've seen 24 eight-year-olds on a, on a meeting. It's, uh, it's, very, uh, it's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. So my point is, is, that, is that you've got a whole now generation of people um, who have been introduced to this technology um, and uh, utilities may start to think about, well, how do I leverage this in order to uh, talk to our customers and uh, give them a different experience? Mm, it's amazing how this crisis is really accelerating digital transformation essentially for businesses and, and businesses really have to rethink their business model. And then it's also amazing how you teach that many, did you say it was eight-year-olds? Eight-year-olds, yeah, second grade, so they're all eight. So that's even more amazing how you teach that many eight-year-olds <laughs> virtually. So respect to your wife. Um, let's talk a little bit more about what the future holds. And I'd love, from your perspective, Stefan, to also, from, from I guess from SEP's perspective, to know what you think about what the future holds. And also, again, what businesses in the utilities industry should do to to recover or reimagine or respond at whatever phase we, we are in. Yeah, so uh, as uh, Mark pointed out, um, automation, I think, is very important here. Um, I mean, there is, uh, from, from an immediate perspective, I think there is still the threat of a second wave. I think people talk about it, the fall, it might come back, so we may get, get again, rising numbers. So um, maybe there are additional uh, similar type of measures being being put in place at that time. So how can we help to prepare for that now that we have made some experience, how this works, how the the, the video chat for, for the, the conferences work, how we can help people work at home and, and so forth. But then also the larger business impact. I mean, around the world, economies have shut down. And yeah, it probably takes years um, to really come back to, to what we saw before as a normal. And whether it be really truly back to, to the old normal, I think that is that is doubtful. Um, at, at best, there will be always some, some changes through that one. So again, how can we help here to automate the processes, to, to help that, for example, what was before an exception, like the payment plan situation out there, now it is a, a common theme. There are many uh, customers and business affected through that one. So it's just not possible to do all of this manually. You have to automate these processes. You want to have uh, the processes also more resilient to this type of, uh, of, of threats from, from the outside. Today, it was a biological virus. So the human actor became the, the weak link in them. How can we help to make sure that we can keep the humans safe and still get the work done? through sensors, through technology, to um, the smart meters, which were mentioned before. If smart meters are in place, you don't have to send out meter readers in, in this case, uh, unhealthy situations. Um, you can still uh, continue your business and uh, you can continue to, to serve your, your customers through that technology. So we're seeing these type of, um, of technological advancements, whether it is um, sensor integration, data acquisition, whether it is robotic automation to, to run the processes automated, to help the agents to focus on the true exceptions where you need a human to, to interact and, and leave the maybe 59,000 of, of these 60,000 uh, payment plan cases to the, to the automation uh, in India to help the customer to help themselves. 
um, and that self-service, multiple channels, whether it's video chat channels and so forth, I think we will see more of those coming, both for the external communities, the customers, the businesses, as well as for the employees to, to serve themselves. Um, what I think from a, from a vendor perspective, um, we, we need to acknowledge is that we will see a lot of these, these changes on a process by process basis. Um, and the digital transformation, I think, will be accelerated to that, but it will be happening in various different places, not, not a company-wide big program. Now let, let's throw out everything old and put in the, the, everything new out there. But where can we benefit the most from these type of technological advancements? Mm. What about you, Mark? Do you, do you agree to all of this? I mean, you've touched on, on the same uh, themes, but do you have any comments? Well, uh, as Stefan said, it's it's going to be a, a, a brave new world. Um, um, there definitely will be a new normal. Um, I think uh, doing processes that you used to do um, maybe uh, once in a while or from a small volume now all have to be thought of how do we do this in mass? Um, and also how do we um, uh, put instead of switches, how do we put dials? So everything that we used to do is it's a switch. You turn it on, you turn it off. You turn on this, you turn it off. So how do you go from that to, okay, let's uh, set it at this or let's set it at that. Um, so uh, being able to uh, dynamically respond to whatever's going on, I think will be kind of a new paradigm. Um, I think this is, uh, you know, the utility industry um, is very risk averse, um, which is good. Um, uh, um, so we're not necessarily the fastest movers uh, to new things. Um, so this will be a transition for us to have to be more agile, have to be more um, responsive uh, to, to things. And so um, I, I think, you know, as long as we, you know, maintain our primary mission, which is safety uh, for all utilities, um, uh, I think we, we can be a little more um, agile as we kind of move forward in the, in the new normal. Mm. Well, I think the new normal sounds exciting, even though, of course, it's being accelerated massively. So thank you so much, uh, Stefan and Mark, for coming on the show. It was so valuable to get your insights on what's going on in the utilities industry and how COVID-19 is turning everything upside down. So thank you both. And to those who listened to this episode, thank you so much for listening in. Hopefully, I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. Please subscribe to our channel, Industry Insights by SAP at OpenSAP, Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. To learn more about what SAP is doing to help you cope in COVID-19, you can go to sap.com about global health safety and find free access to select SAP software, tools to support your business, and much more. Stay safe, everyone.